welcome to another episode of Basketball Daddy Podcast. In this episode, I will continue on to part two of best fantasy draft this season. And without further ado, here they are. At point guard, you have Chris Paul, the ageless wonder, over 30, but still not too old. He's playing like when he was in Oklahoma City playing for New Orleans Hornets. He's playing uh, some of his best ball at this stage, and he was ranked outside top 30. And right now, he finishes um, at number 13 on 9 cast standard Yahoo. Great draft pick, always a great fantasy player, um, and this season is no different. After an injury written season, this is a great bounce back for him. No one thought he would be, you know, in Oklahoma City for the whole season, but he played every game. He's there. He's there to stay. He um, he helped the team into a playoff, so possibly he could stay and keep this up next year. Again, Chris Paul, the Aces wonder, great draft pick. At center, you have John Collins. Why is John Collins here? Like he missed the first 25 games of the season and uh, but he came back at top seven value 21 points 10 rebounds one and a half blocks almost one and a half threes all the percentages great percentages which makes him top seven um, on the standard nine cat yahoo but for rotisserie I wouldn't put him here for rotisserie he just destroyed you all the missed games and if it was picked third round, top of third round, that hurt a lot. Missing all that production for first couple of weeks, first month of the year. However, for head-to-head per averages, he deserves a mention here as a best fantasy draft pick. At center, you have Hassan Waisai. Everything went right for Hassan Waisai. No Zach Collins, no Yusuf Nurkic. Portland also got rid of Aminu and Hotness, leaving Hassan Whiteside to do all the defending inside. All the rebounds, the blocks, the field goal percentage, all elite. Makes him top 8 in 9 cast standard Yahoo. If you do total, he's probably even better than that. He didn't miss a game, or miss one or two games, and he played. All the minutes, over 30 minutes, which is a lot more than what he got in Miami. Now going forward, he probably can't repeat that. Even when the Blazers comes back for those eight games in the mini season, Nurkic, Zach Collins are back. So don't know how many minutes he'll get. Now this will probably predict what kind of value he will get next year should he stay he probably will move to another team and that might be better for him if he goes back to Blazers I don't think he can hold this ranking I don't think he'll hold his minutes he'll probably lose four or three minutes Uh, he'll go back to below 30 he might not finish games again so I doubt he can repeat this top eight is just the peak for him 
I don't think it's repeatable. At small forward, you have Jonathan Isaac. Also skyrocket to stardom this year. He averaged almost two steals and two blocks. Combined, he's just all the defenses that you want. The only thing is he's low on scoring. You know, if you pair him with the right guy, and I discussed this on previous podcasts, if you pair him with the right guy, he's a perfect fit for your basketball team. Right now, he's ranked 15th in 9-cat and probably higher. And if you do uh, totals before he got injured. And that's the thing about next year, um, what he's going to do when he comes back. The Magic will hold him out of this mini season and the playoffs. When he comes back, he's going to be fully healthy. I expect him to be a big part of the the team. But can he repeat the blocks? Can he take a step in scoring? If he can do both, then he definitely justifies a top 15 pick. I only wonder if the blocks can sustain because... While he's great and he's long and athletic, he's built for that, teams will adjust. Defense, if blocks just goes down by 0.2, or if steals goes down by 0.1, 0.2, that drops his ranking. His steals is not going to be as prolific, or his blocks, his defense, all can drop white with very little decimal points. And that's why I don't know if he can hold this kind of ranking next year when people teams adjust, go away from him, or just be more aware of him. He might also have more responsibility scoring next year, and that would take away some of his energy for defensive end. Kyle, come here. What? I want to show you something. What do you think of Jonathan Isaac's head? This is Jonathan Isaac. What do you think of his hair? He looks like broccoli a bit. It's still a broccoli, but he, he, he shaved on the side. It's not different. Yeah. Still a broccoli? He, feel, he looks like a little bush. He looks like a, like a little bush. Like a little bush, but not broccoli? Yeah. What about Jason Tatum? What do you think? Of, what does he look like here? He looks he look kind of like Brian. He looks like Brian? No, it's not. Mm-hmm. At small forward, you have Jason Tatum launch into superstardom this year, especially that one way he shot close to 50% from threes, averaging 30 points. Looks like second coming of Kawhi. At small forward, this is the best small forward you can get after Kawhi and Giannis. And I would say Tatum would be drafted right behind uh, Kawhi's and Giannis in next year's draft. Probably a top 20 guy, second round. He's not going to be third round, fourth round, that kind of range. He's going to be in second round, solid second round. That's Jason Tatum, ranked 40 this year, skyrocketed all the way to 11th. Now this wraps up. Best fantasy draft picks, the top 10. I'll go over the list again. Chris Paul, Hassan Whiteside, John Collins, Jonathan Isaac, Jason Tatum, 
in a previous episode, we have Kyle Lowry, Fred Van Lee, LaMarcus Aldridge, Christopher Singers, and Brandon Ingram. Now, of course, there are other draft picks that are worthy of mentions in a later round. They just didn't finish top 30, top 30, um, which is the cutoff for me for this list. I mean, guys like Batan Batanovic, you talk about guys like TJ Warren, Kelly Oubre, Ricky Rubio, all great picks uh, at their spot. And it just shows like all these picks, a lot of guys can jump outside of top 30 into into top 30. So anything uh, after 30 picks, you know, there's a lot of wild variations. And these guys made it the cut. Of all these guys, I think Brandon Ingram is the best pick, best value out of all this. Hassan Whiteside is not going to be sustained. A lot of guys will not sustain their ranking next year. But I think Brandon Ingram is the best bet to sustain his top 30 value. Just because his role is more secure. Now, why not Jonathan Isaac? Jonathan Isaac definitely can. But a lot of wild swing in his defensive stat could make him rise or fall. And John Collins, I look for him to be top 20 next year. Those are my thoughts on top 10 fantasy draft picks. Our next episode, I'll go in the reverse. I'll talk about the best bus. Well, not the best, the biggest bus in fantasy draft. So stay tuned. Thank you for listening to this podcast. You can subscribe to me on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, among other platforms. You can follow me at Podcast on Twitter or at Podcast on Instagram. Thank you again for listening. See you next time. Thank you.